Wow, that's so funny. Two broke gays? Two broke gays? Two broke gays? Hey, listeners, you're listening to Two Broke Gays, the podcast where you can find out if she, Jenna Cordes, and he, Kevin Sullivan, ever start that underwater basket weaving company they've dreamt about. Wow. Okay. Feeling a little whimsical this morning, I see. I like that you think underwater basket weaving is whimsical. I think it's a fucking nightmare. What's, also, whim- what's whimsical to you? Magic. Okay, you need to give more than one word answer for that. Magic stuff. Do you know one time? Can I tell a quick story before we get into it? No, we have to keep talking about underwater basket weaving. <laughs> I need to tell you why I brought this up. Okay, please and do. Then remember your story. Oh, don't worry. Okay. I wasn't. Um, <laughs> when there was underwater basket weaving classes at UCSD, literally there are classes, I thought, I was like, where do they take those classes at the pool? I thought they were under, like the people went underwater and weaved baskets while completely submerged. No, they put it in a bucket and just do weave <laughs> baskets in a bucket of water. I also, when I've never heard of this before, so when you said underwater basket weaving, I pictured the exact same thing. I was like, what an interesting concept. Because you like that palm stuff and like things you make yeah. basket, like wicker and stuff, yeah. it's more malleable in water. Also, what kind of classes are they offering at UCSD? This concerns me. <laughs> Honestly, the electives are abundant. Like you can take, those are more just like fun classes. You don't get credit for them. Like you could take massage therapy and get like legit credit Mm -hmm. for like a CMT. But um, yeah, no, the world's your oyster there at UC San Diego. Um, It's just 200,000 and you could do whatever you want. (laughs) Wow. So cheap. Um, Out of state though. So if you're listening to this podcast for the first time, we just got really deep into underwater basket weaving. Um, That's something we like to do at the top of the podcast every time. Just kidding. This is a comedy podcast about me and Kevin and, um, you know, sort of our journey through Hollywood. (gasps) Oh, wait. Can I tell the the listeners something real quick, though? Yes. On that note. Do you do not take that sweatshirt off? Do not. I I won't. She's watching me on Zoom. Okay. (laughs) Um, She knows I'm gearing up to, like, strip. So... And it's going to be a microphone nightmare. a podcast with uh, following me and Jenna. But next week, we will be having a surprise guest. Guest. Yay, we're back to the guest life. Guest life, best life. Okay, you can continue. Oh, um, yeah. So we're talking about comedy. I see you, and it is not okay. I'm just going to shoulders. Okay. Okay. Mm-mm. Don't you be moving that cord. Okay. So we talk about, um, we're both comedians. That's how we met. And we talk about our journey through Hollywood uh, and our eventual inevitable rise to the top or the bottom, TBD. Um, and yeah. Beat you there. <laughs> um, Kevin, can you talk a little bit about the Patreon poll and the disappointing results? Yeah. You know, I love a good poll. So I created a poll on Patreon, Patreon, tomato, tomato, and it's it's basically if you guys want anything from a Patreon, there's five different options. If I still, I do not still have them up, so you know what, go look at them yourself. And I'm gonna link it on the Instagram today, and we will be. If there's one fucking vote, guess what? That's the person that's getting whatever they want on our Patreon. Yeah, whatever they want. I wonder if I did portraits on there. I have amnesia. I thought you'd put something about like drawing something. Yeah. So, okay. One of, let me just tell you guys, one of the Patreon things will be a, 
like a like a physical drawing of somebody. So you could be like, oh, draw my friend Alex, and we will draw. We'll each draw, neither we're not artists. Uh, surprise, and we will draw them and talk about them for a couple minutes. Uh, yeah. Yeah, actually, we are artists. We're comedic artists, but not fine artists. Um, I'm I'm finished up the artist way, so I'm really careful now to always include myself in that camp. Oh, you're definitely an artist. I'm an artist. I say artist all the time because I'm poor, and it's like the best poor excuse. Ah, I see. I guess, I, I mean, I you am an artist, but... I'm, I think, you know, I did want to get to my whimsical story, but we're five minutes in and we haven't really started this thing. So what do you say, what do you say we do our updates, Kev? I feel like we, we did start, I talked to underwater basket weaving. That's all I came here to do and promote <laughs> UCSD extension courses. Job done. Um, so updates, Kevin, tell us how goes things in the world of writing a film? Um, good. Back to you, Jenna. No, I thought you said you had a lot to say. <laughs> I don't. I don't. Um, I, I finally got my my outline approved. So now the next time we will meet is when I have a full draft done. Of your script? Yeah. So are you guys taking a break from meetings then until you get your, yeah, your vomit I, draft I will done? I call them and t it's not going to be a vomit draft because I already vomited. The, I've been vomiting the whole time. <laughs> uh, literally sick to my stomach. No, it's so hard to write a feature film, but... I've been doing so much vomiting on these on the scene work that I feel like my first draft will actually be like a legitimate first draft. Mm -hmm. I'm already 42 pages in, so halfway. Wow. And is it any good? It's, it's okay. It's okay. That's all it needs to be for the first draft. Um, the, the outline is very good. Cool. Uh, they thought it was very fresh and they loved it. And yeah. Great. That's awesome. Yep. Mm -hmm. um, let's see. What do I have in the way of updates? I don't know. I was kind of down this week. Had a tough emotional week. So I didn't do as much, but I've been doing a lot of stuff for work. What's your coping mechanism when you're down in the dumps? Man, honestly, my usual ones aren't really working because my usual ones are to like go meet up with friends, go to a restaurant, like go, you know, like get drinks, like go okay calm down okay drink. this is external everything's outside no 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 you sometimes crawl into that bed hole i i am in my bed hole but i'm saying like in the past historically which is this uh -oh. is the question you asked in the past when i've been down i like to go do stuff meet people meet someone at a spin class meet you at a bar and then exit five hours before you do <laughs> but like that's like kind of what i you know like what i used to do so at 2 a.m <laughs> plan a trip you know like do something like that and I so just, get it getting out is getting out is your thing yeah but so this time i'm working on a, a bucket list um it's a solo bucket list of things that i want to do by myself that sound fun i have a really hard time with the concept of fun if something's not work i don't always see the value in it so i'm trying that's to, so funny i'm trying to reframe that a little bit because, i guess i'm the bed hole crawler <laughs> like when you're down yeah, because I'm always at, oh, I like back in the back when in the old world in old days. Uh, we in the old ways I was out all the time, mm -hmm. constantly out making plans, blah blah blah. And then when I was feeling down, I would crawl in. I would just be in bed. Mm -hmm. 
I'm a hibernating depressed person. No, that's I definitely do that. But like as far as oh, excuse me. To pull yourself out of it. Yeah, to pull myself out of it. I usually try to do stuff like that. This time it's a little different. Kind of exercise was my only way out. Yeah, I hike. I go on hikes. I go on walks. Did you go on a hike this week? Mm -hmm, I did. I went on Tuesday with my friend. Um, We went to Runyon. They closed like all the other paths, but the main paved one's still open. That's the only one I do anymore, anyway. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So my knees hurt. We're old. So yeah, that was it. Um, I've been working on my book, um, working on reviewing materials for my boss as we try to decide what the next big project is. Um, I've been working on actually a pitch from a pilot that I wrote last year. And I'm very excited about the pitch, um, kind of going through a revamp. But I can't really talk about the project in any detail just because it's like nebulous right now, you know. Cool, cool, cool. I know cool. that's good really update. Stupid, but um, and I'm doing this one thing that I can't talk about. I don't know though because it's, so... it's like I have so much cool stuff for work, but I can't say any of it. Like I can't say like this week we had. I can't even say this, but there's like a foreign TV show format available. Kind of how like you know like The Office was adapted from the British format. Mm-hmm. It's like from the Ukraine. What is your favorite adaptation? That you've ever seen? I don't know because The Office was my only readily available example. Do you have one on top of mind? There's, uh, yeah, Queer as Folk. I never saw that. Oh, actually, I think I like the British version better. Never mind. <laughs> um, I always think the, oh my God, did you ever watch Absolutely Fabulous? Oh, I didn't. But Ab- I, fab- have mm. you watched um, the, the adaptation? Have you watched both? I don't. I don't think Abfab only had British. Oh, okay. I loved Abfab. What's it about? It's about. Uh, oh my God! It's about this this lady who's a writer and her big like her drunk blonde best friend who's literally always and the writer's like a single mom and the the daughter comes out as a lesbian and the mom's so apathetic. It's just like pure apathy in every way, and then. The blonde best friend is always like popping pills and drinking martinis at like 11 a.m. Are you it's, the blonde best friend? Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Except the for the pill problem. <laughs> Am I the lesbian single mom? Or wait, I can Although I, I did just start taking these CBD gummies that have really helped me sleep. That's good. Yeah. And they're also really tasty. So it's like, careful. <laughs> That's right. I'm not going to have anxiety right ever again in my life by eating like 5,000 milligrams of CBD. You could say, one of what's funny about me is you could say any unit of measurement for any drug and I don't know how much it is. Like you could tell me you did like a, I don't know, anything. I don't know. People are always like, oh no, sorry, I meant to say like 80 whatever. And I'm like, yeah, I don't, you could have said 2,000 dolphins. I don't know what the measurement is. (laughs) I, I took 2,000 dolphins. One time on mushrooms, I saw 2,000 dolphins. Um, <laughs> so, um, yeah. So, as far as updates, not too much to report. Um, okay. Okay. Um, Take us into It's Bingy. Are you ready? Uh, it's Bingy, bitch. Yes. Okay. Now we're definitely sounding like a bluegrass. Uh <laughs> Is that Rascal Flats? I don't know if the bluegrass. I don't speak country bumpkin. Um, this is the segment where we talk about 
all things binge-worthy, whether that's cupcakes, pastries, fast food, Postmates, Is beer, hungry today? wine, liquor, water. water. I ran out of water three days ago. Send help. So he's just drinking beer. And, and also media. Yeah, I would. I actually drank beer for dinner last night because, not as the meal. That sounded like the meal. But I ran out of water and all things to drink. So I just had beer. Did it fill you up? I've been having mm-hmm. a lot of popcorn lately for dinner. Really? Mm-hmm. I don't like popcorn. Cool. I love popcorn, but I don't like it. Like, I love eating it, but I have a permanent retainer, so I don't oh, like it in my mouth. okay. I see. Because then I'm just, like, doing the, like, trying Ooh. to suck that little fucking kernel out of the metal <laughs> in my mouth. Yeah. I also have been eating a lot of candy corn for dinner, and then I think that might have had something to do with my depression, to be honest, because I, like, couldn't um, regulate my emotions unless I was, like, housing a Brock's uh, pumpkin candy corn. I love when people just eat, like, five pounds of sugar, and then they're on top of the world, and then they come crashing down, and they're like, how how did this happen? Why am I so sad? How did this happen to me? All right, so it's bingey, bitch. Um, what did you did you binge you anything? Bit, you can binge first because okay. you have like a million. Yeah, I have a lot going on. Um, with maybe binging. just pick two. So I I will. So I watched um, <laughs> HBO's The Vow about the Nexium um, executive success program and Keith Raniere's and Allison Mack's sex cult. Um, and is this fiction? No, this is fact. Oh, this re- is it a documentary or? Uh, yeah, it's a docu series, and mm-hmm. I'm actually working on launching another podcast that talks about cults, and I'm a rotating co-host on that. Can you hear that? Yes. Okay. What? It's coming through Katrina's computer. So. Sorry. Oh no, I can't hear anything. Okay. Okay. It was a text message. Um, and so I know a lot about this subject actually because I um attended an executive success program meeting with my roommates when I first moved here in 2016. In 2017, all this stuff came out about a secret society within the group that was branding women and then serving them up to the cult master, um, Keith Ranieri, as sex slaves. So I went to this meeting. I talked to a man. The documentary primarily follows the story of the man who spoke at the meeting I was at to try to recruit. Wait, is this... Okay, I I haven't seen The Vow yet, but now I'm definitely going to watch it because this shit's so interesting to it's me. very interesting. But my friends kept trying to get me to go to this, like, thing where and then they had to bring friends to their graduation or something, and it was, like, all about, like, it was just to make them successful and, like, what was stopping them from being successful yeah, and, like, mostly artists. Maybe this was that, yeah. They they have a ton of spinoff programs. So if it was like focused on acting, they had one called like. Uh, and they cost it costs the money. Oh, it costs a lot of money. I so think it was the source. That was my my barrier to entryway was they said it would be three thousand dollars, and actually my roommate at the time ended up doing the course, and um, it's very strange. Three thousand. You know, How long is that course? Five thought, days. That's what these are like five. I'm finding out the name of this right now yeah. also. That's yeah. what I'm doing. So, you know, there's, it's not all bad. And that's like the interesting thing is like a lot of the program wasn't bad, but then it became, you know, once, once cult masters start in, you know, 
getting people to fuck them. It's like a whole other thing. So, and he was very interested in women with childlike bodies. So they had to be around a hundred pounds. I said, well, that would be, I would have been out of the running immediately. I haven't seen a hundred pounds since fifth grade. Um, Did they have to like call people like during the course or something? Like people that they like oh i love you you're like a really I'm not important sure part of my life of the intricacies of every course cuz they have thousands of programs oh, okay. but that doesn't sound unheard of one of the things that i remember my roommate going through at the time was um you had to make a collat like a collateralized agreement so let's say her thing was she was working on not eating fast food so if she ate fast food her next 5 showers would be only cold water so it was kind of like a way to punish yourself into behaving the way you say you want to. But like, I'm going to be the dog and the master. <laughs> but not everything was like all bad. I think they do a lot of like same of the stuff that people do in therapy, similar stuff that people do in like other programs like 12 step. Like they do some of that, but like they just take it to a whole other oh, level. There's a cult I want to join. Um, sorry, side note. Um, I know it's not the vow, but Andrew Keegan is a cult leader in Santa Monica. I don't know. You've mentioned he, this before. He's the hot guy in 10 Things I Hate About You. This oh. picture or this picture, and there's like the white shirt or the black shirt. Mm-hmm. He's so fucking hot. And literally the cult's just full of like people my age that are gay and women because obviously they're just there for him. Um, question. Answer. Um, have you ever been to a meeting for this cult? Andrew Keegan's? Yeah. Oh my God, no! I wish. What's the cult called? What's their principle? What's their? Oh, I don't really know anything about it. I just like looking at pictures oh, okay. of him. Oh, okay. He founded Full Circle, a community spiritual center based in Venice, Los Angeles. Oh, Venice. Vice characterized this organization as a new religion. However, <sighs> other outlets have referred to it openly as a cult. Sounds hot. <laughs> So, yeah, The Vow is really good. I was unaware of um, – I've listened to a lot of stuff about the woman who broke open the story on the New York Times, Sarah Edmonton. But I had not heard Mark Vincente, who was the guy who – a filmmaker who wrote What the Bleep Do We Know. And, you know, he's a very famous South African filmmaker. He was at my meeting, and I didn't – I was unaware of his side of the story and sort of how it all unfolded. Sarah and him are very good friends, so they broke it open together. Um, unfortunately, after ignoring his wife, Bonnie, for a year while she tried to tell them what was going on. Somehow, those two are still married. I don't know how that happened, but... Like she was having a different experience in the cult? And he was... And she defected. And then... What's that That's like when you you decide you don't want to do it anymore. Um, But the thing with Nexium is they were funded by like the Brofman sisters who were set to inherit the Seagram's uh, fortune. So anyone who spoke badly about them, they just buried them under legal fees and ruined them financially. So it was very scary and hard to get out of the organization. They it, were set to get the secret, but they didn't? Or no, they did. They have access oh. to it, but they also have like, they're very wealthy, so they can't just like do whatever they want. They have to get it like approved by a board and et cetera, et cetera. But they kind of do what they want anyway. Wait, there's sisters that run this shit? No, they are financiers. So Keith Raniere is the the head of the cult. He's called the Vanguard. The prefect, who is his right-hand woman, was Nancy Salzman. And she served up girls to him? She was unaware of this, but her daughter, Lauren Salzman, um, was right under Allison Mack in the sex cult. 
So I don't know if she was aware of that. Oh, my God. Yeah, it's very interesting. A lot of celebrities got swooped up in it. You know, Allison it's Ma always she faced they face big charges, but they haven't been able to prosecute or do do. Um, well, I guess I don't know if I'm using the legal terms right. Everyone has been charged and indicted, but they haven't been able to stand trial because of COVID. So this is very recent. Wow, this is very, I can't wait to watch it. But also, why do the cults always come down to sex? Like, it's so crazy. It's always, I mean, with Andrew Keegan's, I hope it is. But like, <laughs> not not to make light of like, right, sex trafficking through, or anything yeah, yeah, like yeah, that. Yeah. I, that's obviously horrendous. I just really want to sleep with Andrew Keegan. But yeah, no, I think we get it. Uh, okay, just making sure that's crystal clear. Crystal. Okay. But it's so weird that it's always like this underlying weird bullshit even with more the mormon church i honestly think it's the largest cult in america besides scientology but mormonism's bigger than scientology yeah uh, yeah you keep, I'm, you keep I'm talking and i'll look this up sorry i'm saying that i think scientology is more of a cult obviously than oh, i think I the see. mormon church the church is definitely more of just a religious institute that's okay. also a bank mm -hmm. but um Scientology is like for sure cultish, like the way they yeah. get people involved and the way they keep people involved and the way you have to pay to get to next level rings and bullshit. Um, uh, uh, I don't know how much sex is involved in Scientology, but like Mormonism, especially in the beginning, guys could have like seven different fucking wives and they made a million kids. Like, anyway. Do you know there are 16 and a half million active mormons in the world that well, seems large to me i guess they do really do their missions though and go spread the word AK. they really do they really do um okay so that was my biggest binge i think we're gonna move on from that i had a couple of other fun ones like uh, one of the girls that i nanny for um got me into this show troll hunters which is actually it's an animated one by um the same team that did how to train your dragon and it's just really fun um is it yeah what, what um streaming service it's on netflix and they're 20 minute episodes so I, when i was down i kind of she like really wants me to watch it so we can talk about it um and so i'm doing that as well <laughs> okay that's my next hangover binge when yeah, i'm hungover i watch fun. cartoons yeah it's really it's really fun i haven't been hungover real i've been hungover one time since i started writing the script wow because i'd said i wouldn't get drunk until it's over yeah and the one time was pretty significant, but otherwise that, that one time hurt for three days, but <laughs> it's also because I was not used to it. Yeah. Um, okay. Let's move on to cringe. Um, oh, I don't have a binge. That's right. Yeah. You said you didn't have a binge. You've just been binging work video games and I got, oh, and I watched a movie. Not really. I love it. Not really a Eight. binge. A movie, I know. Yeah, you got really mad at me when I tried to do something that's not. Anyway, it was Gone Girl, but oh. I did. Oh, actually, did I talk about how I binge Scream the movie? Yes, on... you talked mm. about that last week. Yeah, well, it's still in my head. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so cringy. Do you have anything cringy you wanted to talk about? <laughs> Ew. Ew, that's... it's cringy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's our new. Um, don't worry, we hated that as much as you guys did. <gasps> I loved it every second of ew. it. Ew. This is, this is the part ew. of the, ew. This is where we're like, ew, that's cringy, bitch. <laughs> we don't like it. Yeah, ew, that's weird. Uh, okay, we're done. Ew, we're done. Uh, that's the ew. intro. It's 45 minutes long. <laughs> <laughs> Have, 
the cringiest thing you've seen in person on the internet in the mirror that is what we want to know. <laughs> um, so my cringe this week is in Southern California, not too far from us in Orange County. Uh, Republicans <laughs> were uh, found out to be placing ballot boxes that they planned to seize and discard uh, votes for Joe Biden and Kamala Harris. So, um, ew, why do you do that? <laughs> it's <Ew>. illegal. <laughs> you can't fl- throw up people's votes. So just be warned if you are in the Southern California area and you see a black box that is marked as a ballot box, it is not one. The boxes you should be looking for are bright yellow and they have all official um, insignia all over them about voting in California. Also, it says it on your ballot. Where to drop the, it like, off. Si- they give you like six boxes of where you can drop it off yeah so if you're not if you're being lazy oh and you know what else kevin i think i saw this on your instagram about how posting pictures of your ballot is illegal in some states it is do you know any more information about that other than what i read on your instagram Mm, no all i have is that okay and it's just certain states yeah so just just pose with your vote sticker, like a normal fucking piece of shit Instagrammer, and don't yeah. put your ballot in it, you dumbass bitches. Yeah, you can only, I think you can put it on your story. I don't know. When that law was created, I'm sure it was, there were Insta stories and Snapchat filters and whatever, but. Yeah. That is pretty cringy. Also, uh, Amy Barrett's uh, mm-hmm. trial is cringy as fuck. When she said sexual preference. Ew. Ew, <laughs> Amy. Ew, Amy. We didn't choose this. All You've... of her seven children will be non-binary and um, not come out. That's what I think, but they'll not come out as a political statement. They'll be like, I just hope one out. of them is one of those kind of kids that kill their parents. <laughs> Ew. <laughs> just kidding. Amy That's Coney fucked Barrett. up. Yeah, w- so here w- we go. She's clueless, a festival of white privilege. These are just some of the hot headlines coming. I'm going to tell you guys all the uh, the only in- questioning that you need to watch. It's on YouTube. It's 28 minutes. And it's uh, White House's opening statement, Mr. White House. I, he just talks about 28 minutes. He doesn't use any of his time to question her. He just basically exp- explains why she's there and why the GOP wants her there so badly and how it's, it all is money. There's like these donors that donate to the people that select the Mm -hmm. official, like the judge that is going to be a part of the selection process. And then those same donors are the ones that back the court, the cases that go to that court. Yeah, no. Yeah. And they've won 80 cases 80 to 0, 5-4. It's insane. 5-4? What was that at the end? Yeah, five oh, judges, oh, oh, the oh, conservative oh. judges <laughs> against four. Yeah, okay. I got and it. one of them was voter suppression. When the account was like, hey, this is a problem. The Supreme Court was like, no, we're good. Yeah. Yeah, no, it's going to be, uh, you know, I think it's a hard time to be alive. Uh, I guess it's better than being dead, but I don't really know because um, I haven't been dead yet, so. Um, but this world seems, uh, yeah, like it's headed straight for the shit can. I mean, in America. In America. I've talked to my friends. Um, I have some friends abroad, you know. I'm like, know, <laughs> <"Ew>, Kevin's cringy. <laughs> it's okay. I, One time, apparently, I clutched my chest and said, oh, Amsterdam. And I've never lived that down. So carry on. <laughs> oh, my God. Also, oh, my gosh. My friend. So one of my friends 
Suju. She's like a supermodel. I know. I saw her in the Fenty Savage fashion show. Yes, she's in Fenty Savage. She looks so good, but she just did. Uh, she worked for L'Oreal just the other day. Mm-hmm. She's one of their brand ambassadors. But so she had a shoot right in front of the Eiffel Tower, and it's like it's extra looking, and she got turned into a meme, and it says "Watches Emily in Paris once," and then she's like in front of like the <laughs> Eiffel Tower posing. <laughs> Are you serious? Yeah, I'll oh send it God, to send you. Send it to me. That's so funny and horrible. Sorry, Suju. <laughs> oh, no. She loved it. She put it on her story. She thought it was hilarious. <laughs> I want to see it. For sure. Reading Rainbow. It's time. Can you do your song? Reading Rainbow. Oh, it was better in rehearsal. Um. <laughs> I don't even remember what it was because I wasn't paying attention. I was like, It was like rainbow. the most beautiful I've ever heard you sing. You were like, Reading Rainbow, but it was like rich tone. Reading and... Rainbow. Okay, that one had a little bit of... Reading Rainbow. Reading Rainbow. Reading Rainbow. We haven't decided on a segment open for this. Reading um, Rainbow. Okay, great. Uh, All right. I'm going to be... Ba-dum, ba-dum, ba-dum. Reading rain. In nope. the rainbow, tiny <laughs> rainbow, Kevin kills himself. In the ra- okay. All right. I'm going to, for reading rainbow, this is a segment where Kevin and I like to read something that we have uh, written. I've been known to read from my uh, sad book or my artist's way journal. And now I'm going to read from my book that I'm working on, which is uh, about my exes in Las Vegas. And this chapter is very short, um, but important. And it's called Tent City. Are you ready? Kevin? Ready. Okay. The fastest way for me to know that we're not a match is for you to tell me that you want someone who's spontaneous. A girl named Gabby matched with me on the lesbian dating app Her. She was into comedy, but not like a set-up punchline kind of thing. More like let's do whippets and break our, break our ankles for fun, jackass kind of way. She asked me to go on a date with her and gave me three options. One, ride an elevator up and down. Two, go to Tent City by the highway. Three, we both take laxatives and see how many tasks we can accomplish before shitting ourselves. If you know me well... I was starting out at a distinct disadvantage for number three. My food allergies, lactose intolerance, and IBS make pooping my pants a pretty regular thing. Nothing resets your ego clock like driving home with the windows down in a seat cushion of your own feces. I didn't tell Gabby any of this. Instead, I decided to go with option number one, ride an elevator. It was doomed from the moment I asked her what time we'd be meeting and at which elevator. Not very spontaneous to want to get those details right. She stood me up. <laughs> the end. <laughs> Nothing to reset your ego clock, like looking at Kevin for a laugh track, and he gives you zero. Yeah. Oh, that's why you were laughing? I thought you were oh laughing because I thought it was funny. I, well, I, the first time I heard this, um, okay, so that, that was, was my first mistake. 37 times ago. I, no, I'm just kidding. I've only heard it twice. But I thought it was hilarious and I couldn't stop laughing. But I was like hanging on the words so that I was like, yes, I want the listeners to hear every word of this. <laughs> okay, that's what you were doing. I was like, because it's dead silent. Cool, cool, cool. 
No, I thought it was funny, but I was withholding my laughter right, because yeah, you don't want to steamroll. I'm trying this thing where I don't steamroll, mm-hmm. um, especially now that your your mic is clear, and I just really wanted that to hit. Thanks. I hope it did. Um, if you're in your car and someone's offered you some various options uh, for a date and they're completely bonkers, you, d- you don't have to go on the date. And I'm here to I tell thought, you that. I think if I was like, hey, let's go on a date. No, no. If someone asked me, <laughs> sorry, this has never happened before, so I don't know what that's like, <laughs> even in the hypothetical. Hey, Kev, let's go on a date. Uh, that sounds weird, even out loud. Uh, I'd be like, cool, you have three options. I'm like, we could ride an elevator up and down. Uh, we could do whippets. Is that the second option? No, that was to go to Tent City. Oh, yeah. Go to Tent City. Yeah, I would never say that. But at third, we could uh, take laxatives and see how many tasks we could accomplish. Also, I'd never say that. The elevator one is the one. but And they were like, Okay, cool. What time and what elevator? I would think it's hilarious. You would answer, right? No, <laughs> I wouldn't because it's obviously not real. She's saying like randomly, eventually, like you go out and then you find an elevator and then just do ride it up and down. There's no specific elevator. I understand what she was saying. Of course you do, you Aquarius. You would be like, yeah, let's meet up. Like, where's, you know, but how would you get to the part no. where you say, where do we meet? You just, do you just float towards each other? Like, no, you say, oh, the elevator sounds great, but let's have milkshakes first. Johnny Rockets on this street at nine. <laughs> you had that ready to go. I also like that you really did channel Vegas by uh... Johnny Rockets. Yeah. <laughs> Um, yeah, no, that's just not the life for me. You know, it's like, you told me something like I picked the best option I possibly could. Like, I don't want to go get milkshakes with someone who wants to take laxatives and do tasks for her YouTube channel. So did she really leave you or did you leave her? She left me like she didn't. That was it. I mean, you dodged a bullet. Well, yeah, obviously. But it's like, what, how... The part that makes me sad is, where was I at in my life that I was still willing to show up for this? <laughs> like, what was going through my head that I was like, you know, I'm going to pick one of these options. You're like, this is great. At least there's options. At least I have a choice in the matter. No, bitch. Go home. Oh, my God. Well, honestly, the third one sounds like a gay boy's like first date for sure. They're like, let's both take laxatives. But one of them is like... I'm not taking laxatives. I just snuck it in their drink. And then later there's like, well, I guess, you know. It's all cleared out. I guess you know what we do now. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. I don't know what, um, you know. Yeah. That's the end of that. Wow. All right. Pooping on a first date. Pooping on a first date. Another segment. (laughs) (gasps) Gay shit. Gay shit. Oh, my God. We haven't done gay shit in a while. Um, We'll do it next week. I oh I had a screenshot of a gay shit. Oh yeah, a gay shit. We um, gotta wrap it up here. Yeah. I, okay. I'll no, find no, one look, for next look, week. Look! 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 No, no, I, I can't remember where it is. Oh, I have the states where. Okay, actually, I have, I screenshotted the states where it's illegal to post a ballot photo. Mm-hmm. I'm just gonna read them off real quick. Alabama, Alaska, Florida, Georgia, Illinois, Kansas, Massachusetts, Michigan, Mississippi. 
Nevada, New Jersey, New Mexico, New York, North Carolina, South Carolina, and Wisconsin. Okay, good to know. It's also pronounced Nevada. Oh, have we had this argument before? It's not an argument. It's a correction. Okay, it was when I was doing shows in Reno, and oh. I said Nevada, and the people that worked at the theater I was doing shows at were so upset. Oh, yeah, it's Nevada. Nevada. So I, I can't do it. Boston people are going to have a really hard time with that. And I'm going to, yes, I am going to group in everyone from Boston with me on this. And if they can say it, I don't, I don't care. I'm not listening. Um, Nevada. 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 Nevada? No. Nevada. Yes. Because I want to say Nevada. Like, you can do it that way. Just not Nevada. It sounds too bouge. No, that's just not how it's pronounced. Nevada. No. Nevada? Yes. Ew, it sounds... I like Nevada better. Can we... No. Can we put it on a ballot measure? No. At least in West Hollywood, we'll call it Nevada? Yeah. No. It's Nevada. Nevada, Nevada. Nevada. I was a proud resident... Patreon, Patreon. I was a proud resident of Nevada for four years. You Nevada. don't say Las Vegas. <laughs> but we could. <laughs> Las Vegas, Nevada. You know how much class you're it's like, oh, I have to go to Las Vegas this weekend. Everyone be like, that sounds e- extremely awesome and important. Cut to three, I'm getting handed like titty fucking postcards, uh, trying to scrounge together 50 cents to play one more machine. I can't okay. wait until... Maybe that's just my experience. Maybe that is just you. I can't wait until we go do a show there together and all of our fans come out to support us 2021 2021 book your tickets to las vegas nevada and we're gonna fucking show you the time of your laugh (laughs) (laughs) okay let's go out on that yeah uh, thank you for listening to two Two broke broke gays. gays